everybody. Hi, guys. Well from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan Beecher. Shots fired. What? I'm saying shots fired. Oh, yeah. From uh, William Barr. Bill Barr. Uh, Billy Barr. Uh, Attorney General of the Week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who knows? He's... Uh, uh, yeah, he uh, he opened his big fat mouth about. Oh shoot, he actually is overweight. That's pretty not nice to say. Um, he opened up his big mouth. His mouth is fat. <laughs> I think we can say his mouth is fat. <laughs> oh shoot. Um, yeah. Anyway, he said some things about atheists. Yeah, he was uh, he was talking about us. And uh, guess what? I don't. I don't. Not nice. I don't think he was. Helpful. Didn't I don't think say he, nice things. No, he said. Turn, un, turns un, out, unhurt, uh, yeah, hurtful Donald, things. Donald Trump's attorney general is a douchebag. Oh my god. Who, we'll, who we'll, we'll get to that. We'll who get knew? to that. Who knew? Uh, yeah. All right. Dan. Really shocking, though. Really <laughs> shocking. We're all very. We're all just shook over here. Oh boy! All right, where am I going to start? I don't Dan? know. Pick a pick a damn I'm picking topic. One. All right, uh, a teacher down in Arizona, Dan. Okay. Um, should we play a round of fired or not fired? <laughs> uh, anyway, you probably already guessed it. She was fired. Oh, okay. Um, for discriminating against a transgender student. Okay. Uh, and uh, essentially, uh, also being anti, uh, like atheist. Like she was oh. very religious in the classroom. She bought a. A, a big uh, book of Bibles to give away to the students. Oh, they lovely. Were just, she didn't like actively give them away, but they were like there in the corner. Like take, a box of Bibles? Take one if you want them. You said you a know. book of Bibles. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, a box were. of Bibles. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, Goodness. She, that's, take one if you want one. You know. Listen, if you're so Christian uh, and hit it so hard that you get fired in Arizona, <laughs> you are working. Yeah. You're doing some, you're putting in the effort. Is well, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, according to the district report, um, uh, Crom, that's her last name, mm -hmm. uh, wouldn't allow an art project by a transgender student um, that was about um, this person's personal journey through... Um, well, their personal journey... Through of, being of, trans. Of being trans, right? Uh, because the subject was inappropriate for a classroom environment. Oh, well, no, she, it's not. It's like, wait, what kind of project is this? It was an art project. So she's an art teacher? An, oh, yeah, yeah. She's an art teacher. What the fuck? I know. Like, of she's all like the, the things... the worst art teacher Literally ever. the worst art teacher of all time. Yeah. In part because uh, art about your own personal journey... Yeah. Is what art teachers are supposed to teach. Yeah. That's she all be you got. Encouraging that. Yeah. Um, she said things in class like um, that she just thought that homosexuals are confused. Well, some of them are. I've, some, met, I've met some confused homosexuals. Some are confusing. Yeah. 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 I've been confused before. <laughs> um, no, she. Um, yeah, she, uh, so yeah, she, but she also wasn't smart enough that when the principal in the district came a knocking to sort of change her story or deny or, or, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, she doubled down. Oh, um, good, good. She, uh, she acknowledged that she rejected the topic from this transgender student. Uh-huh. Uh, because it conflicted with her religious beliefs. Wow. Just, Yeah. Uh, it's like she wanted to get fired. Yeah, she was like, trying. Th this she actually it might be interesting to see if she like tries to file some kind of whatever, some kind of religious just yeah. discrimination lawsuit. Like um, she was set up there. Yeah, by the by the family foundation or yeah. something. Yeah, she told the principal in an email that she does not condone the LGBTQ lifestyle and won't assist in creating artwork that glorifies it. Either this topic is the priority, or the word of God is. Well, uh, you worked for a public school, so it's the first one. She gave the student a zero out of possible 50 points. Oh, shit. Uh, telling the principal that a higher grade would violate her conscience. Oh, my God. Oh, can you imagine how much fun it would have been to fuck with this woman? 
she either was a plant who's just trying to get fired yeah or she's the dumbest person on the face of the planet yeah um the let's see the district's report outlined some other allegations uh that students uh brought forward uh, about feeling uncomfortable in her class yeah uh one she's like handing out bibles yeah (laughs) <laughs> a Jew, uh, 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 a Muslim, any anyone who yeah. isn't Christian is going to feel uncomfortable. Uh, apparently, Krom uh, questioned some students uh, in their pro-choice beliefs right. regarding abortion, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, gave a student a Bible uh, and encouraged the student to rethink their morals. Oh. Uh, the same student uh, said that shortly after telling Krom... Uh, that they were agnostic or atheist, the teacher lowered their grade on an assignment without explanation. Wow! Uh, student re- the, the the report says that the student reasonably believes uh, the change uh, in her grading was the result of discrimination by the teacher. Wow. Um, there were some other gems in here. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, going back to the transgender student, uh, or this actually may be another transgender student um, who felt disrespected when Crom refused to call them by their preferred names. Sure. Uh, not knowing a student's preferred uh, pronoun or not acknowledging a student's preferred pronoun right. can impact their emotional well-being, according to um, a Arizona State University professor who was kind of brought in. And, on this whole thing. And it's according to everybody member, who's studied this ever. Right. According, um, uh, as a board member of the Phoenix chapter of Glisten. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Anyway, um, if someone is not calling you by your name, it means that they don't see you, that they don't acknowledge you. Yeah. They don't accept you and you don't belong. Yeah. And so that's what this teacher in a public school was doing. She was rightfully fired. Um, and just look at this lovely picture of her from, oh, uh, she wherever that was yeah. grabbed from, probably yeah. Facebook or something. I just love the only picture they could find of her was she has sunglasses on, yeah, and a ponytail. That's probably for the best because I would want to harass her if I saw her. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna move us to Washington D.C., where there's more trouble at. The Museum of the Bible. Ooh, uh, this is the my favorite DC museum. This is the uh, Hobby Lobby billionaire Steve Green's pet project, Tax Haven, <laughs> uh, into which he has pumped a lot. Uh, like he, so uh, l- listeners of old will will recall that uh, that Mr. Green went on a crazy buying spree oh yeah uh so a few years back um back yeah. sort of between the uh the years of like 2013 and 2016 or something like that in that time frame yeah just bought up th- like 40,000 oh no the uh, the the buy it was like it began in about 20 2009 hmm. Ended up buying 40,000 artifacts from around the world that were to do with the Bible that had something to My do with the Bible. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and, and, and basically uh, was a magnet for fraud. For fraud yeah. and for... Forgeries. Like, and and yeah. charlatans the yeah. world over. Yeah. yeah. Well, the latest thing is that uh, they've now had to acknowledge that as many as 17 ancient Bible fragments... Uh, which were bought by by Mr. Green, uh, were actually stolen. Oh, no. Um, by, oh, apparently, no. a world-renowned Oxford University professor oh, no. who had been studying them and just took them. And to then sell them. Uh, to sell them. Oh, my God. Which, I mean, come on. Oxford's got to pay better than... You don't... You didn't need that boat that much. Oxford I don't know. professor. I bet it's a nice boat. Dirk Obnick, uh, Obink. You know, I mean, the cost of living these days in Oxford, Psh, pittance. He wanted a house. He wanted a place in London, is what he wanted. Huh. Uh, yeah. So, it, these were the possession of the Egypt Exploration Society, mm. uh, which Professor Dirk Obnick 
was apparently studying, and uh, and then he uh, took them and sold them. Wow. Um, this is, uh, as we hinted at before, this has happened before with the buying spree of of the Bible Museum. Uh, in 2017, Hobby Lobby agreed to return nearly 4,000 oh artifacts to Iraq when it was discovered that they had all just been plundered illegally. Uh, is there going to be anything left <laughs> when this is all said and done? Well, there's, I mean, they had 40,000 things, so I think they're okay. But you'll recall that, I what was it, like last year, uh, they had to return... A bunch of like Dead Sea Scroll things, or they had to take down, take out a bunch of Dead Dead Sea Scroll fragments, which turned out to be not real. Oh my! So God. they really, really, they didn't check the provenance of pretty much anything with any degree. Like far from like fine tooth combing this, uh -huh. they weren't even like trying to style it with their fingers. It was they weren't even finger styling it. It's a comb joke. I don't know. I was going anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're in trouble. It's uh, I, I you just you just want to go through the 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 Bible Museum and be like, do you know where that came from? Right. Do you know where that came from? Do you right. how'd you get that? Do you know the I mean, provenance of this? It's literally just going to be like the family Bible room. Yeah, exactly. And uh, some uh, dioramas. That's all they're going to have when it's all said and done. Yeah. Oh no. So it's funny. all going back. It needs to. <laughs> I love that because also like when this stuff goes back, it's not like they get their money back, right? No, so, like, this is just money that they just pissed away. Yeah, but oh. he's a billionaire. He yeah. created this museum as a tax haven for all of this stuff. Like oh. literally, that's why he created it. Oh. So if so, and I think the museum is who ends up like taking the loss, not him. Somehow or something. I don't know. Who wow. the fuck cares? I hope it hurts him. <laughs> no, I know. Don't go to Hobby But I Lobby. just, yeah. It's That's... more just about the, and there's a little, for me, the schadenfreude of pissing it off. Oh, yeah. Right. You want him to have, you want yeah. it, like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's delightful. It but is. it also makes me sad when... When when someone wasted. when people are when it's literally just wasted and well and he's trading and 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 it's people and like a bunch of colonialist sort of white folks mm. are trading in antiquities yeah. that rightfully belong in the Middle East right and stuff yeah. yeah or at least have been pr procured uh, through proper channels and, yeah et yeah et cetera et cetera right like it's okay to have an artifact. You know, right. from a different culture, a different place, as long as it wasn't stolen from right. that place. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And those people, right. But anything that was like before 1900 was considered just fine anyway. Go to the British Museum and it's all, and there's nothing from Britain there. It's all yeah. just stuff that was like, well, we we went there and we took it. Yeah. But, but it was before we knew that that was stealing, so we <laughs> had to keep it. That was wrong. We didn't know there were actual humans there. They were yeah. all brown and dirty, and we thought that they didn't count. Well, they didn't think that they... Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I know I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. All right. Diane. What? Oh. <laughs> oh. Uganda, Dan. Oh, God. Don't please... It, it, when oh. we bring up Uganda... Nothing or good. A, 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 a number of other African nations on this show... It's so sad. But Uganda's it, no, really... No, it's not going to be good. Uganda's really on the forefront of... Oh, they, they, like, they're pushing the envelope. You know, they've, they've got high, high principles and values that they need right. to protect. It should be a noted, people. a largely uh, Christian nation. Yeah, I was just about to, to say that. A conservative Christian <laughs> nation, I guess yeah. we should say, right? Yeah. Um, Alabama wishes they were Uganda. Like Alabama is is I, like a liberal haven compared to Uganda. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out how to make a certain joke, but it just wouldn't work. Um, um, all right, that's, uh, see, this is the problem with us not scripting our show. Right, we don't, we can't make the 
We can't sit I, and I can't stew over the, out, the joke. I can't figure out how to make the white people in Alabama wanting to be Uganda. Wanting to be the... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how that joke works yeah. in a way that's not oh. just going to be wretchedly offensive off the top of my head. Yeah. So, nope. You, yep, sorry, guys. You got nothing there, on that. There's something there. <laughs> there's something there I can't figure it out quickly. Yeah, exactly. The, the way to craft that joke, you have to make the... Uh, Alabamans, the racists, not you, and I'm not sure you can pull it off. <laughs> or anyway. actually, another joke would be Uganda going, no, please don't make us Alabama. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. anyway, what's going on in Uganda um, today? <laughs> well, uh, actually, uh, it's more of something that they want to have happen. Okay. Uh, that they're threatening to have happen. Uh-huh. Oh, golly gee, Dan. Uh, they don't like gay people. No. Uh, I think that's the long and the short of it. Uh, they, They've uh, been there's a new law. Uh, th- so there was a bill that was ruled unconstitutional by a court back in 2014 um, that would have uh, introduced capital punishment for gay sex. That's right. Uh, we did talk about that. We I did. Think. The, the, yeah. the, the death penalty just for... Just, just for having had gay sex. Um, now, they're, uh, the, the, the parliament is wanting to bring that bill back. Oh. Uh, and they are, according to... Um, a member of parliament who says we are putting our act together. Just give us a bit more time. Just give us some time. Uh, we need a, we need a law that defends and protects our values. Oh God, of hatred. Yeah, right. right? Uh, you, um, you added the of hatred part. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. Um, you know, it's, uh, the article that I'm referring to uh, for this uh, came from the Guardian. Uh, and it says that, you know, they acknowledge that homosexuality is illegal in most countries uh, in Africa. Uh, a handful of African nations um, actually have sort of life imprisonment or the death penalty um, for uh, gay acts, like gay sex, I guess. Bumming. Um, a little bit of pleasant bumming. Yeah, because gay acts, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do as, right? as a gay man. Right. Right. I mean, you, you know, know, it's not all gay sex all I, the time. I have drag queen so friends everyone. who have lovely gay acts, but I, I don't think they deserve the death penalty for it. Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, so in Uganda at the moment, uh, homosexual sex is, is, you know, it's just punishable, you know, by life imprisonment. That's right. All. You know, so it's not. You skate not off basically scot free. <laughs> it's not exactly. You totally just get away with it. Yeah. All you, you know. all you have to do is live the rest of your life imprisoned with a bunch of other men. That's interesting. Mm, might, who knows? Might work out for you. <laughs> Depending on who makes the movie, that could be fun. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, Simon Lokoto. He's uh, Uganda's uh, state minister for ethics and integrity. Oh, goodness. Um, said that the bill had his personal backing. Certainly, I support the bill. We can't allow the recruitment and promotion of homosexuality in Uganda. It's a principle. Yeah. Um, it, other, he has previously described homosexuality as, a, as not natural to Ugandans. Right. Um, and uh, he claimed that there was a massive recruitment uh campaign in the schools um, <laughs> that sounds totally likely yeah that they're recruiting you oh. you gays and you're recruiting you're always recruiting you you're know. always out there recruiting well you know you, you got to keep the numbers up you gotta you gotta go you gotta for it keep the numbers up uh you know and there's a great commission it's you know and you know you get you hit you hit your numbers it used to be a toaster now i think now i think you get like a big screen tv don't you <laughs> if you get the right numbers oh yeah yeah, yeah. you work well, up, you work up to the pink cadillac you, eventually you got to did i get it oh i'm sorry Damn, i didn't me off. oh <laughs> oh mary Kay. Um, all right uh i'm gonna take us to uh australia where, uh, lest, you, lest we think, you know, every now and then, you and I uh, descend into the fallacy that the Anglicans are the nice people in the Christian, <laughs> in the Christian world. <laughs> but, you know... No, 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 no. Which they can be. When the rest of Christianity is the rest of Christianity. Right. 
the Anglicans seem uh, not so bad when you compare Anglicans to the rest of good people. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> let, let's take as our, as our study point mm. Australia, where in some parts of, a, of the country, mm. uh, for instance, in the Diocese of <laughs> Wangaratta, I didn't know that place existed, but there you are. Uh, they voted as of last month to allow priests to perform same-sex ceremonies. So that's very progressive. That's very forward-thinking. Wow, Wangaratta. So, uh, but that, but not everyone is on board with that, uh, uh -oh. including uh, Archbishop of Sydney, Glenn Davies. Uh oh, Archbishop of Sydney. So yeah, a big cheese. Yeah, in uh, in Australian in Anglicanism. That, yeah. Who said, my own view is that people who wish to change the doctrine of our church, that they should start a new church or join a church that's more aligned to their, to their views. But do not ruin the Anglican church by abandoning the, plan, the, the plain teaching of scripture. No. Please leave us. We have far too much work to do in evangelizing Australia to be distracted by the constant pressure to change our doctrine in order to satisfy the lusts and pleasures of the world. Wow. I mean, he's not wrong. If you want... He's not wrong! He's not wrong. Absolutely. If you think that gay people deserve rights uh -huh. and, are, and should probably be treated well and whatever, yeah. please leave the church. <laughs> yeah. Please. He's not Right. Please do. We agree with this statement. It's just he's just a dick he's for a saying complete it. Complete asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but eh, you know. But yes, organizations I mean, also change over time, which and evolve, and oh, and, and any organization that wants to, you know, oh. continue to exist has to keep up with the with the mores of the time. It's ruining the church, Frank. You know what's ruining the church? Please don't ruin you know the church. Ruining an organization is... They should understand it strictly from a numbers perspective. They should. They don't. But he but clearly it, is willing to lose the numbers. Then he's then he's the one ruining yeah. his organization. Yeah, the truth is that he... I mean, what he's saying mm -hmm. is don't ruin all the shit I grew up with. Right. I don't want to have to think about any of this, which is, that's what conservatism as a concept is. Uh, yeah. Keep everything as it was when I learned it. Right. And, right. and it's a mindset that is, I mean, it's, it's what, when it's allowed to go all the way, it's what's like being, making, having a really, really negative impact on our country right now. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going, because it's all the way at the end of the pendulum swing, right? And and, and it's also this made-up thing of what right. they thought things were, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because there were no gays in the fifties. <laughs> Believe me, I'm sure. I'm sure there weren't. Nope, there nope. Just they weren't. didn't. It, it was it was all mom and apple pie back then. Mm. Just mm. just everyone was happy, and no, no one had any complaints. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I've got another one of these stories uh, that is it's it, the outcome is a is a good outcome because nothing happened. Mm. Uh, and in this case, that's the best kind of story. Yeah. And usually that means I'm talking about the U.S. Supreme Court. Oh God, yes. Uh, oh my the God. The best stories of the U.S. Supreme Court these days are, are the, the current ones court, yes. where nothing happens. Right. Because <laughs> best case we don't scenario, want them making decisions. Right. Yeah. Now. Exactly. The best but, case scenario is no. <laughs> no, no is, is nothing gets into that court. Nothing. Nothing. Um, yeah, they, uh, they declined to hear, um, a, uh, Bible in schools case. It's actually one that we've talked about on the show before. Oh, um, I believe because it, 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 uh, it seems like I remember these, a lot of these details. Anyway, uh, the freedom from religion foundation. Yeah. Uh, the Fufferf, our friends at the Fufferf, <laughs> they had this case, um, to, that they were seeking, uh, to end this this program at the school in Mercer County, um, which is where? I don't know. Somewhere. Somewhere. Mercer County. Everybody knows Mercer County. Sure. Um, where they uh, they 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 had this 
this these classes right in elementary school and middle school and basically throughout the whole thing and in high school where they were t- it was basically a sunday school class that was going on for one hour a day okay and it was an opt-in thing it was optional sure but the parent uh who was bringing this case forward um f- actually ended up removing um, her child from the schools. Yes, I do remember this because one. she didn't want um, her to have to face the ostracism that she knew um, would take place. And All I've right. applied her to it. I don't know even know if that's that's correct. I don't know if the article actually reveals the gender of the child, uh, but nonetheless. Um, and and the, so basically, the the case was she shouldn't have to do this, mm-hmm. right? Um, because this this program of this religious program being taught in the schools, this wasn't like you know like our Utah listeners will be familiar and former Mormon listeners will be uh, f- familiar with how the the Mormons do it, which is they have a building right next to the school, right? Yes, and the, the kids are released for an hour to go to quote unquote seminary, right? Right, which is what they call these religious classes or they can go early morning before or they school. can go before school or whatever this was legitimately part of the of the school's program it was being paid for um i believe by the schools because the schools ended up you know laying off the teachers right you know well anyway um because the supreme court refused to hear the appeal uh, which was which had been filed by the First Liberty Institute, okay, which is basically conservative Christianity's version of the Furfurf, yeah, um, where they're just they 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 want to run these cases that push religion right. in the schools and right. There's 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 sort of the spearhead the of Christian of rights Project to, Blitz or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, uh, the Furfurf uh, has called this refusal to hear the appeal. Um, as a resounding victory for the state's uh, church watch, or, or yes, for for, the for them, for yes. them, yeah. Um, the decision will stand as a precedent, ensuring that people who are harmed by religious indoctrination in their community can pursue legal action to end those legal practices. Because yes, in a lo- the lower court had had sided with the Furfur. right? So so the the Supremes not taking it, uh, not taking the case means that. The lower court, the lower ruling, court stands. ruling stands as um, as law. Yeah, as law. Uh, by the way, Mercer okay. County could be New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois. Uh, I'm going to say it was New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of Mercer counties apparently. Ohio, Kentucky, Kentucky. I bet it was Kentucky. Yeah, probably. I'm looking at you, Kentucky. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, I'll end with Michelle Bachman. Who has? Oh God. oh God! This is a former United States Congresswoman Michelle Bachman uh, and from, lunatic from the great state of Minnesota. <sighs> what were you thinking, Minnesota? I don't think they knew. They didn't know. She is. They didn't know Dan. She is a nutball <laughs> of the first order, uh, and she it, she's had it, Frank. She has had it what, with, with what? all this talk about climate change. She well, now wait, wait. Hear her, hear her out, because she can prove that it's not true. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. what does everybody talk about with climate change? Global warming, and what does that lead to? Hotter winters. And no what, winter. Nope. What does that lead to? Global warming. The melting of the ice. It's flooding, and the Lord already told us He's never going to flood the whole earth again. So. After after what? Noah, the Lord... That's what all those rainbows are, Frank. I know, I know. He promised he wasn't ever going to flood the whole earth again, so... Well, that's so not what we're saying is going to happen. She said... Nobody's saying the whole earth is going to be flooded. No one. She said... It, the coastal look, cities are going to lose <laughs> some of their waterfront. Here's what she said. It's gonna, quote. The third world is going to really suck. Quote. God put a rainbow in the sky as a sign of his covenant, and he said very clearly to the entire world, never again will there be judgment. Never again will the world be flooded. You can take it to the bank. That's God's word. Oh, Michelle. She said, adding, 
Well, and what is it? And and what is it? These frauds tell us with with climate change that the world's going to be flooded. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that they're saying it's going to be another catastrophe? It's it is flooding. We're going to be flooded. You don't want to God live in one says, of those coastal cities. God says we will never be flooded. Uh, it's like she hasn't... It's like flooding doesn't occur anymore in her mind now. Like there is no the more flooding. Not the whole planet. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, and, and, and not... Oh, oh my God. God. So anyway... She... Uh, I don't know. It's pretty It's pretty impressive. Uh, it. It is, however, the thinking, I believe, of... A significant number of climate change deniers in these United States. Just, uh-uh, God ain't gonna flood us. He already said not. So. Well, do you want to deal? Okay, so let's just take that one off the table then. Right? <laughs> okay. Do you want to deal with all the other problems? No. No, the, no, she doesn't. The flooding. The, the, the God look, didn't make promises to look, you about? The flooding's not going to happen. We see that's happening. So there's no global warming, Frank. She proved it. <laughs> Get over it. You lost. <laughs> you lose. Anyway, oh, uh, Michelle Bachman. Yeah, she's. A why bitch. do we have to keep hearing her name? Uh, I kind of love it. I kind of love her. She she's got that look on her face, that sort of stunned suburban housewife look on her face <gasps> at all times, like. Like she will call the manager over, but she doesn't quite know what to say about him about, to them. Well, she's not a full Karen. She's not a full Karen. She yeah. doesn't really understand her complaint yet. <laughs> she just knows she's, she's upset. a Michelle. She's a Michelle. She's a Michelle. Michelle. Car Karen Michelle. has some complaints. Yeah. Michelle's like, well, I you. This young man did not get me. The kind of pantsuit I was looking, ma'am. This is a grocery store. I, I just think that that's bad customer service. I don't. <laughs> the Lord would never allow this. Oh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, so there you go, everybody. If you think that maybe you have a better argument than Michelle Bachman mm. for why global warming isn't coming. But it's biblical. Uh -oh. Send it to us. <laughs> Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're there, <laughs> search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Our request to join is a closed group. Yep. But we'll let you in. Yeah, we will. Hey, Dan. Patty Break! It's a Patty Break! Oh, I'm so excited. And I don't know. I think in this clip, he's betraying uh, his Christianity. Okay. What is he doing? He? What do you say? Here's the thing. I mean, he's being a Christian. Every Christian picks and chooses <laughs> what they like in the Bible, what they don't like in the Bible. And the mm. Bible is so contradictory all throughout yeah. that you can find your justification for whatever position you want to take. Yeah. And you just pick and choose. And so he's got it. He's got it all he's, figured out. He is picking and choosing. He may not like Jesus. I'm just going to say <laughs> he's not Jesus that kind is of Christian. Jesus isn't his favorite character in the Bible. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's just hear it. This is Donna, who says it seems the death penalty is a topic at state and national levels. Why is it that the Christian stance seems to be to support the death penalty? Is there a scriptural basis? Are you kidding? Read the Bible. Read the Old Testament. I tell you, if a son is ungovernable and will not listen to his parents, the parents can bring the son before the, the uh, uh, authorities and the son will be executed. That's not punished, but... Then but where do you go with the New Testament when they brought the woman who was caught in adultery well, with Jesus? She, but yeah, but the, 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 that, by the way, is non-scriptural. I, I want to tell you, that really wasn't in the authentic text, but it sounds good. Uh, but Jesus said, you know, I don't condemn you, neither should anybody else condemn you. I, I, but I think the whole idea of forgiveness is absolutely there. But in terms... Uh, the Apostle Paul said, He that wields the sword wields it not in vain, for he is a minister of God to execute judgment on the unbeliever. 
on the, um, uh, you know, those who are uh, disobedient. So I, I, uh, he, he's a minister of God wielding judgment. Uh, and I, I do think the death penalty, you got Charles Manson. Why should the state have to pay uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to incarcerate a, a, a stone-cold killer? I mean, the death penalty is, is certainly biblical, absolutely biblical, all right? Wow. wow. Patrick. He has spoken, oh and they, they're just moving on. I just love that he's like, read the Old Testament. And she's like, well, what about the New Testament when Jesus said, and he's like, that didn't even happen. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't real. That was fake. Sounds nice. It sounds good, but nah. I prefer the I prefer the part of the Bible where if a son is bad you can murder him. Yeah. What the fuck? I love that the example that he pulls up is something that we wouldn't like that he wouldn't no. condone. Wait, right? And so why did you bring that up <laughs> as your example? Is it like to be like, well Jesus Christ, if the thing says this and yeah. if you can have death penalty, then, you know, just somebody goes out and kills you. Yeah, I love it, that, yeah. If your kid is disobedient, you're supposed to be able to kill him. I don't think we're allowed to anymore, and that's a shame, frankly, because it's because you know what? Some some boys, you gotta, they need killing. They just need killing. There ain't nothing to it. That's how you fix it. That's, <laughs> Jesus You got Christ. a problem with your kid? Uh, military school, sh military school. She's like, but what about he who is without <laughs> sin cast the first? Shut the fuck up! I will kill you in your sleep, I'll woman. cast the first stone. That is not... John 8 is a fake Bible uh, chapter. You can just tear it out of your Bible. It's not It's not in the original Bible. That's not in the original thing. That's fake. <laughs> Didn't you read the original text, you stupid? God. Come on. The, the gospel according to John is just... Is, John was a pussy. I only that's read not, the original. That's, that's what I do. Wow. I love that guy. I just... I, that guy's crazy. He's just <laughs> crazy. Well, All right. Soon he'll be dead. And soon, oh, it's going to be sad. I will mourn a little bit. <laughs> I and, won't. I won't actually. I, I'll mourn for the show. Yeah, I'll, I'll mourn, mourn for us and I'll mourn all of the quotes that will no longer be pouring out of yeah. him like so much diarrhea. All yeah. right. Molly wrote into us because uh, people do that. They write to us because mm -hmm. uh, we tell them to. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she wrote in Hey, Frank and Dan, wanted to get your opinion on something I've been struggling with for a while. <clears throat> okay. Uh oh, our opinion. Yeah. It's not, that's not a good idea. Anyway, we'll just we'll do it anyway. <laughs> With all the news stories lately that just keep piling up about the abuses and callous nature of the of Catholic clergy and Ooh, leadership, yeah, I'm having a hard time accepting that. To I'm sounding like I'm realizing that we sound a little bit like the Pat Robertson show right now, where mm -hmm. someone writes into us and then we questions and answers, and then we opine on it. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Uh, <clears throat> what crazy what crazy response is Dan going to have this week? Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, uh, Molly. Anyway, uh, I'm having a hard time accepting that devout Catholics living in developed countries, as in they have easy and cons consistent access to the Internet and other sources of news and information, uh, can truly be considered moral. Mm. Now, I'm not talking about the, oh, I was baptized as, and such as a child, and my family's always been Catholic, so I'm Catholic, folks nor the ones who attend on Christmas and Easter only. I mean the attend at least once a month, always put money in the collection plate, confesses, defends the church members, uh, defends the church members. Uh, the ones who stand with the Vatican through thick and thin. Mm. After a certain point, I feel like if you know everything that's going on and still attend, donate, and defend, then you're not a good moral person. Huh. What do you think? Am I being too harsh or seeing this in too much of a black and white sort of way? I confess I have similar thoughts about Trump supporters, but that's a whole other pay, uh, a whole topic for another day. Sincere, sincerely and worriedly, Molly. I think you're not wrong, Molly. Okay. I get it. We get it. Believe me, we get it. But I do have to say what what the era of Trump has has pointed out to me mm. uh, what 
what all of this points out is that humans are weak little critters. We don't have, we love to talk about how great our brains are mm. and how good we are at thinking and right. whatever. No, no, we are apes with cell phones we are now i've seen i've seen that video with the ape with the cell phone we're not the ape. he can't even he can't even swipe he, he doesn't he doesn't even know what's on that screen he, he can't pinch to enlarge <laughs> i guarantee you an ape could learn to self a, a, no i see i saw it dan yeah i saw a it anyway he can't text he's not texting anybody dan no no because because he can't spell for shit anyway here's the thing um, people are more tribal than they are thoughtful. Uh-oh. And when they yeah. get into it, once they get into a tribe, they want to stay there. Right. And they're not going to be, I don't know. I don't, I frankly, but, but she's asking about the morality of people who, who are in, she uses the example of the Catholic church. I get it. Right. I get it. But like wh how, what I'm saying is how do you belong to an organization that continues to back pedophile you think about another thing think about all they do is they think about one thing jesus and ignore all the other things and, and 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 mother mary yeah they just all they do is they go in and they go well yeah that may be happening but that was just that one priest or those thousands of priests it, it wasn't, wasn't god all, it wasn't god it wasn't the church it wasn't god didn't rape anyone god wasn't a molester wait a second just oh but uh, he did just a high percentage oh well <laughs> only by mormon standards <laughs> no, that's right the catholics don't believe that uh <laughs> anyway yeah i mean i just think i think it doesn't make them bad people mm. i think it just means it just points out that people are already bad at being people mm. we're just kind of shitty we're not good at thinking we don't want most people oh, most people don't want to think they just well, yeah, um and i would say um there's sometimes something nice about being let off the hook yeah right? okay and i think religion a lot of times lets you off the hook oh yeah for making these kind of moral judgments and these kind of these kind of calls right yeah the church has told you that it's okay yeah right that you know that you're okay you have felt right. nice things so when you've gone to church father whatever his name yeah you know Patrick. yeah exactly father o'flanagan yeah was a horrible rapist person but father o'clanahan has been great <laughs> right so you can't really blame the church right that's that's less than 50 percent yeah I know Clanahan, he's just a little handsy. At he's times. just every now but, and then, but yeah. that that's just everybody. It's not bad. It's not, it's in it's, good fun. I, you've never seen it with the kids. Never with the kids. Never with the kids. Always, it's always the, the, the pretty women in the parish. He's a little bit of a dog with the pretty women in the parish, <laughs> but you let it go. Yeah. It's, it's he's cute. He's a priest for crying out it's loud. It's cute when he does it. Uh, I don't think we were at all helpful for Molly. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, Molly. That's what you get, you know. I know. Questions and not really answers. We're not. We're not Pat Robertson because if no. we were Pat Robertson, we could give you a definitive answer. Yeah, that was crazy. That was insane. <laughs> okay, what else do we have? Uh, Theon wrote into us. Mm. <clears throat> so I have to tell you about my experience with those lanterns. We're back on the lanterns. P the, the lanterns resonated. Well, the because lanterns are no. I think what happened is. Uh huh. Everyone who's encountered, who's even come within a 500-foot radius of those lanterns, uh -huh. has had their life at, at, put at peril, <laughs> and they want to tell their story. Okay. All right. Uh, so I have to tell you about my experience with those lanterns. We went to the Kanab, U to Kanab, Utah for their festival. First of all, Kanab is fucking awesome. You love Kanab. I love Kanab. I've been there once. I didn't, I didn't stay. It didn't seem awesome. Uh, they it's a it's a very small town in in very very southern Utah. Yeah. Uh, they set up a bunch of tiki torches for people to light the lanterns. Mm. Uh, in I didn't know they did it. This uh, oh oh, they set it in an intersection downtown. Oh no! Fun fact: it takes some of some it takes some time for enough heat uh, to be generated to achieve oh, yeah. lift. Uh huh. I let my first lantern loose too soon. And it bounced along, hitting the heads of the crowd <gasps> a bit before someone caught it. And it's on fire. 
going to set someone on fire. Several others had this problem, and the tree next to the launch site had at least a dozen burning lanterns in it by night's end. <laughs> you do yeah. not do this in, in a, town. No, you got to get out of town. Uh, oh. Apparently, to handle the cleanup, they actually place a bounty on the lanterns, and the local kids gather most of the lanterns released. Well, I mean, that's a clever way to retrieve them all. Uh, I guess. Yes. And Theon does say, P.S., I think the pa that patty break about booing could have been my neighbor. <laughs> I hope there's, it was. I, uh, I hope that was your neighbor. Sadly, there's there may not be one in every neighborhood, but there's a, yeah, they're out there. there. there there's a Pat Robertson kook in every neighborhood. <laughs> All right, Dan, we got some people to thank. Okay. Hurrah. Um, because uh, may I interject really quickly? Yeah, sure. The reason we're thanking these people is because they are the best people in the world. Yeah. Our contributing listeners. Yes. Now, contributing listeners are better than non-contributing. <laughs> That's not true. Dang but on. contributing listeners are amazing because what they're doing is trying to help everybody. Because as soon as we reach our goal. Yeah. We will be an entirely listener-supported show. Which means no more ads. Which means we'll kill the ads entirely. Yeah. We've already killed half the ads. Yeah. We're working on killing three quarters of the ads, and mm -hmm. then we kill. And we're, we're getting close. We're getting really close, Dan. So close, we you guys. We have four new patrons this week. Okay. Uh, we have Doubting Thomas, who came in uh, as, at the faithful level. Thank you, Doubting Thomas. Uh, and then we have three new venerable listeners. Oh, lovely. Uh, we have Brian, Jessica, and Senor uh, Pesquisas. Ooh, Senor Besquisas. Ah, ah yeah. <laughs> um, all these folks, like Dan said, um, have uh, are making it possible for us to um, become listener supported exclusively. And yeah, I think that's just a great, great place to be. And they all get a, an ad free version of the show already, immediately. Boom. Yeah, straight out the shoot. Um, yeah, you just you have to sign up for a new feed, um, but as soon as you do, that's that's how you get the podcast every week. And you also, uh, like these new venerable listeners, uh, will be gaining access to the Frank and Dan Diaries, which comes out a few hours before the show. And uh, kind of is a little amuse-bouche, if you will. Completely exclusive. Yeah. Uh, the rest of y'all don't even get to hear it. No, it's not, it's not available. It is weekly, and we discuss the hard-hitting issues. Always. Including, uh, like this week, fake plays. Fake plays. Last week we talked about butter. You never know. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it is madness. <laughs> and as always, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Hannah. Oh, Hannah, you're, you're just a peach and we love you. <laughs> uh, so, yes, please go to thankautomatheist.com. Click on the support tab. Contribute whatever you choose to contribute. Mm -hmm. Give until it hurts. Uh, and we appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Hey, Dan. What? Um, these United States. Yes. And uh, this current administration. Yikes. Uh, which has been filled with uh, such lovely people as our current attorney general, William Barr. Yeah, old Bill Barr. Um, this administration isn't exactly a fan of uh, non-religious type. and Setting the bar low. Get it? Barr is oh. Bill Barr. It's a low bar. Anyway, um, Bill Barr was at uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, this week. Yeah, he was and speaking to their their law school. Yeah, because he's a lawyer. See, he's the the nation's top lawyer. Is and it's is. a Catholic school, and he's a Catholic. Yeah, right. Seems to everything seems to fit real nice here. Right. Uh, anyway, um, the the long and the short of it, I guess, would be he figured out what's wrong with society. Yeah. He figured out the whole problem. <laughs> well, you know, there's this the rise of sort of uh, atheism, of nuns. Believe me, it has people like this uh, on edge. Terrified. Yeah. He, he, he knows that it's coming. He knows that the, 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 the believers are losing influence. Um, and so we're going to be hearing a lot of stuff like this as, I mean, for crying out loud, we've always heard stupid nonsense about, said about atheists. Um, but I have a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot more of it. Well, anyway, um, this is the quote that 
uh, I think got everybody all up in arms. Uh, he says, modern secularists dismiss this idea of morality as otherworldly superstition imposed by a killjoy clergy. But in fact, Judeo-Christian moral standards are the ultimate utilitarian for human conduct. Yeah, he's a, bum, bum, bum. he had a whole bunch of other priceless quotes. I will yeah. read one, too. Uh because he, he is laying literally every societal ill that exists at the feet of the secular world. Right. Along with, this is a quote, along with the wreckage of the family, we are seeing record levels of depression and mental illness, dispirited young people, soaring suicide rates, increasing numbers of angry and alienated young males, an oh, wow. increase in senseless violence, and a deadly drug ep epidemic. Uh... He's, All because of us, Dan. Yeah, he said over 70,000 people a year die from, uh, or 70,000 people die a year from drug overdoses, but I won't dwell on the bitter results of the new secular age. Oh. Damn, buddy. Yeah. Damn. Um, I like, you know, there, there's a, uh, there's a social experiment that, uh, that the guys from the scathing atheists do, uh-huh, in situations, uh, in various situations, which which they call make it black, where they say, let's take out one, like, for instance, in this case, the word secular yeah. and add in the word black right. and see if it's okay to say it about anybody else. I mean, I get that it's actually different in this case because because we have no morals as right. secular people. Right. And he did lament, uh, actually, uh, the doctrine. He says, we see the growing ascendancy of secularism and the doctrine of moral relativism. Basically, every measure of this social pathology continues to gain ground, which, hooray, it is gaining ground. Yes. And he's acknowledging that. Yeah. But um, moral... Yeah, but, like, why... How does an, an educated man, right? Yeah, sure. Um, maybe not a brilliant man, but an educated mm, man. Sure. Right? Um, how... how how does he miss the point? Is it is it willful? Um, like, like is he actually pushing this narrative that that's false? That that we are rejecting morality? Yeah, yeah. Like, does he know that he's lying? Right? Does no, he know a... he's pushing? Is it is it because he thinks that that's gonna that that's a, an an easy line that people won't question? And so, therefore, oh my God, it, it, it's it, it turns into this. They reject morality. Yeah, they reject morality because he's either sort of willful, like he's either lying, yes. right, or, or he just fucking hasn't taken two seconds to actually think about it or to to no. think about what 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 we stand for. Listen, typically, listen when the straw man is that tantalizing. Why go looking for the reality? <laughs> Why would you even bother to question anything? When the straw man is so... When the fruit hangs that low, you don't go looking around. You just pick it. And you just know that people are going to just fall for it? They're just going to eat it up with a spoon. Yeah, he loves this. Like, he... But why not put forward a real argument, right? Because those are hard. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't I look I haven't looked up if uh, mental illness has actually gone up. I mean, certainly diagnoses have gone up because the men because well, I think that's the times and, and the age that we live in. Well, because there weren't well, any diagnoses before that's, that's, uh before like psychiatry was invented. Right, exactly. That's <laughs> kind of what I mean. Like so like, it's gone up a bazillion percent. <laughs> because we actually understand some right. of the problems with the brain now. And and, and as uh, mental illness and just sort of, sort of just, the, just the need that most humans have to just talk through some issues with a professional, yeah. right? Uh, the destigmatizing of mental health care. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, yeah. as that continues to to be destigmatized, right. of course there's going to be more people getting in and getting help. And getting and, diagnosed. And getting diagnosed. Right. Exactly. Before it was just all the people were crazy, but yeah. they kept it to themselves. Yeah. 
Or they, you know. Which I'm sure he much preferred. Much better. It's Just much keep better. it to yourself. I don't know. I don't know if what he says is true. I didn't actually look up if like su- suicide rates are up or like. I think the suicide rates are up. I didn't look up any of those things. Yeah. But it does seem like. Also, he, he cites an increase in senseless violence. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Actually, I think violent crime is down. But, but if you look at like like for instance mass shootings uh-huh. way up the, yes the there and are, who's there doing the mass shootings exactly are they secular because guess what a lot of them have crosses hanging around their neck yeah you ding dong yeah yeah <laughs> violence is up and a lot of that we can lay easily at the feet of the violent language that comes out of the church constantly all right. the churches like down man well the violent language that comes out of his own fucking the, the administration he works for yeah Sorry. go out go out and kill the gays go out and kill the you know the 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 people yeah. it's just you know, yeah i mean his fucking boss at a rally yeah. will gladly say hey somebody you know if somebody yells out a a, a complaint somebody beat that guy up well and and and, and that video that somebody produced it was sort of it's an image of Donald Trump going around shooting members oh, of the, the right. media. Yeah. Right. From from my understanding, I didn't follow the news. I haven't followed the sort of the broader news very closely today because I was prepping more for the show. Uh-huh. But um, as of the last time I heard, the administration still has not officially denounced it. No, they showed it, didn't they? Like somebody oh, some anyway, I, I did. I didn't actually follow it either. But like they love it. They eat yeah. it up. Yeah. Like so, the, yeah, violent crime may yeah. be, violence may be coming, it may be up, it may get, but like, I actually, but I still before you lay it at our feet, yeah. you have to look at who's doing the violence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, you know what? Here's one of the things that I wanted to say. Okay, say it. He fired the first, he's, he's the one firing these shots. Yeah. Uh, but I, we're being baited here to some extent, and I don't know that we should take that bait. I think that there's nothing wrong with us just saying I think that he got this wrong and that wrong. No, no, absolutely. But what I'm saying is what we shouldn't be doing is say is is the same thing, which is all Christians are bad, you know, because oh. we I kind of went to that place. I kind of went to that, you know, the you know, all the pastors are are. Saying, well, there's and they're saying violent things over the pulpit because we see you and I. I see videos constantly because I'm checking all the places because we do the show. I see videos constantly of pastors over the pulpit saying, you know, there's going to be civil war and we better be ready for the war and we're you know stocking up on guns and whatever. Right. But that's not all of Christianity, and we can't lay that at the feet of Christianity. That's bad. Ooh, that's uh, it's. I'm pretty sure that's all of Christianity. You think all Christian? Oh my God! Okay, no, Dan, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's all I ever see. It's well, there you go. You know? It's true. It's true. Look, I do think the world would be no. better off without organized re- yeah. religion. I believe that, yeah. and yet I don't think all organized religion is culpable. So no, I know, I know. So what I don't want us to do, and what I love is that our our side tends isn't always, but tends to be more honest about this sort of thing like last just last week i saw on Hemant meta's blog the friendly atheist uh-huh. there was a a retraction of a poll or of a study that was done that made us look great that made the secular world look great it's, uh. it was something about kids who were raised in households that didn't have church were more altruistic and oh yeah i've heard of, of that things. one yeah Turns out to be bogus. They yeah. had they 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 got their numbers wrong. They did their math wrong. Somebody checked the math, went back to them and said the math is wrong on this. Right. And not only did a the scientist who who did the the study retract it, and uh-huh. and so did the journal. But Hammond yeah. pointed it out. Yeah. Said, look, this this made us look great, but it wasn't true. So here's I I just think that that kind of thing is really important. Yeah. It's important to just be honest. Yeah. And I like that uh, That I feel like our side does a better job of that. We don't always. No. But in general, I think we do a better job of that. And I'm patting us on the back. Good job. You evil, Literally evil secularist. Literally pat- patted yourself on the back. Yeah, I physically did What did, did you that. do, Dan? 
I just said that into the microphone. All that stuff that I just so said. you just patted yourself on the back. Doing it again. For <laughs> I like me. Good job, me. Wow. I'm pleased with me. Oh, I'm that's a, nice. I'm a good boy. Oh, damn. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a good boy or a good girl, you can tell us about it. You can write in to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or if you're a, <laughs> a bad, bad boy. Yeah. You can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on the like button. And while there, search for the TGIA members only lounge to request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of all of those places, uh, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the Facebook page. Thanks to Amy and Danny for their uh, moderating of the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thanks to you, dear listener, for tuning in. Bye-bye.